0: I'm Ariel Hansen.
1: And I'm Topher Graham.
0: And welcome back to BC, BC is Creepy. Is creepy. Ooh, we did it like right. We're was, that on was the good. wavelength. Yeah, that, that's Where a little creepy. Going? Oh dear, you don't want to be on my wavelength. So, today's Sick. episode. Yes. It's an aerial episode today.
1: I didn't have to do homework for this one. It's great. I'm just going to show up and, you know, like the... Like the sage.
0: Wait, it, it's a cryptid episode, dude. We don't need sage.
1: Just better safe than sorry. Well, if you're gonna do that, no,
0: like, just like. Okay.
1: Leave me alone. <laughs>
0: okay, bud. <laughs> oh, you weirdo. Okay, well, for today's episode, I'm, go- <laughs> I'm going to be telling you and the audience about. Four different aquatic cryptids in B.C., three of which are on Vancouver Island, strangely enough.
1: I need to know what a cryptid is.
0: You don't know what a cryptid is? Just...
1: There's a whole audience out there.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So cryptids are basically creatures that people believe exist that science hasn't been able to document or prove that they exist. So things like Sasquatch, Chupacabra. We're about to talk about a few in here, including the Ogopogo, Pogo, Loch Ness Monster, Skunk ape, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to start. We're gonna we're gonna sort of go through and. Increasing amount of information there is out there. So the first things first. We're gonna start with a little one called the Thetis Lake Monster.
1: Thetis Lake.
0: It's near Victoria. You can bus from downtown Victoria to Thetis Lake within about thirty minutes. I think back when I was living there.
1: Okay, so it's on an it's on the Big Island. Yeah. Thetis Lake. Yeah. How big is it? What's the um?
0: I, okay, so there's like. Two parts of Thetis Lake. There's Upper Thetis and Lower Thetis. Yeah. It, so it's like it's a fairly big lake. It's got a very large regional park around it. It's excellent for going and doing dog walks and stuff like that, or little hikes. Yeah, it's a large CRD protected area.
1: Fun. Like, bamf. So it's, like, protected by the government. So yeah,
0: except it's the capital regional district, so it's municipal government protected kind of thing. Okay. But, but yeah, so it is, like, it's a park that they can't do developments in and stuff. So this uh, tale of monsterdom is from back in 1972. Yeah. Yeah. Not quite as far back as yours.
1: Was. Disco dancing.
0: Yeah, or uh, as it is going to turn out, watching some classic Universal monster movies a little too late at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so in 1972, uh, there were these two boys, and they contacted the police claiming to have been chased and attacked by a monster at Thetis Lake, now on, called the Thetis Lake Monster. So they described it as looking like the Gill Man from the Creature from the Black Lagoon, except it also had a bunch of spines all over. So you can kind of guess, apparently they had been watching the film recently. (laughs) Yeah, you can kind of guess where they...
1: Imaginations. Yeah. Wild.
0: One of them even claimed to have been cut on their hand by the razor-sharp claws of this monster. Probably just got scratched on a bush or something.
1: Were they on drugs? Is there drugs involved in this? I
0: think they're... It's the 70s. It described them as boys, though, rather than teenage boys. So I'm guessing they're probably like 12-ish?
1: A little hyped up on like juice and pop.
0: Too many pixie sticks. So then a uh, few days later, there were two more guys who claimed to have seen it swimming in the lake and then getting onto the shore on the opposite side of the lake from... This was all opposite side from the original sighting. And of course, as soon as they'd seen the monster, it disappeared. Ooh.
1: Aww. So you don't get any, like, shape of water love-fucking action in this, right?
0: No, no uh, fishy butt-fucks. Bummer. I know. It, it would have also been a bummer as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> it was the 70s. It was. It A was.
0: Cool. Did you get my pun? Yes. Okay, good.
1: I'm not very happy with <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was funny. So, the RCMP, like, actually investigated this, and during their investigation, it came to light that a man, or during their investigation, this man reported that he had lost his Teju lizard a year prior. It had escaped somehow, and it was sort of in the area that he'd lost it.
1: <gasps> Radioactive waste, and then it grew into a big giant lizard, just like pumps versus lizards, and then it went and infected the whole community, and then, right, right, right? weird Laid eggs.
0: I think it was male, so no. Um, so what happened? <laughs> so Teju lizards can grow to be about three feet long. Okay. And so a lot of people just assume that that's what the boys saw was this lizard. Because a lot of lizards can swim as well. So then the lizard might have been going swimming, probably would have chased them. Lizards also tend to have very sharp claws. So even if it had scratched them, oh, okay. that could seem... Like it, and then if they just watched *The Creature from the Black Lagoon*, their imagination would have seen What's something I wanted different. A monster. Oh,
1: maybe it like grew to like five feet. Oh, maybe dude, it's, like a mutant lizard. Dude, I'm
0: sorry, but my cryptid episodes—you're gonna be so disappointed. No,
1: you know what? I, I do, I t- do,
0: I do equal research, so you know, using both the believers this isn't and then equal. The... You've
1: just disproving it. <laughs> okay, fine.
0: Well. <laughs> I'm very skeptical. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. There you go, people. No
0: monsters. (laughs) Well, I'm... Okay, the next few are more likely because it also came out years later that um, two of the four witnesses have admitted to it just being a hoax to grab attention. Okay. So there you have it. So
1: it leaves two witnesses.
0: Who have not recanted, but who says they were telling the truth. Moving on! Next we got another lake monster. It's called Stinqua and it is found in Couchin Lake on Vancouver Island. So Couchin Lake is further north than um, than Victoria. Yeah. It's sort of in the middle of the island too, between the um, between the west coast and the east coast of the island. So there's actually like a highway, logging trail that you can take to get across the island, and it goes through a a small town called Lake Cowichan, near Cowichan Cowichan Lake. Lake. Yeah, and the Cowichan Valley is, actually they've got some cool stuff there, Um, but there's like lots of farms and things. Cows. Sort of. Um,
1: There's farms. Oh, well yeah, there's
0: cows, but it like, Cowichan didn't get its name from the cows.
1: No.
0: Cowichan is the First Nations that are from that area, you may have uh, worn a couch and sweater before.
1: Did they like cows?
0: <laughs> I don't think did Europeans bring cows with them. I don't know. So they might not have really known about cows until, Too until late. yeah, until bad things happened. Until the monster from
1: the lake came in. <laughs> real monsters, people. <laughs> yeah,
0: real monsters are people. Okay, so the first reported sighting of this creature. In Lake Okanagan was in 1885. Um, it was written up in the Victoria Daily Colonist, which, for those who are from Victoria and are like, "But it's the Times Colonist." No, there was the Victoria, there was the Victoria Times and the Victoria Daily Colonist. They eventually merged, became Times Colonist. That's out of the way because I predict in the future we will talk about these newspapers a lot. <laughs> so someone reported seeing a creature with a 20-foot-long neck. Yeah.
1: So we're talking, like, giraffe, like Nessie.
0: Yeah, yeah. And actually, that's, like, all the rest of these creatures. Oh, fun. That's kind of that's kind of the classic... The
1: theme? Classic Maybe aquatic because... Monster.
0: They're real? They're real. Um,
1: based on dinosaurs.
0: Okay, we we'll, we can get into that in a bit. We'll finish Stinkwa
1: first.
0: <laughs> I really hope I'm saying that right. I kind of tried to write it out phonetically to help myself.
1: You gotta use, like, Google Translate and just, like...
0: I don't know if Google Translate would say it properly Remember, colonialism Might be Yeah. Okay, so then in 1930, two fishermen saw it swimming while they were on the shore and they described this creature as being a whitish color So, not quite what we would expect And then another man saw a serpent-like head atop an 8-foot-long neck sticking out of the water at another point So we've got about three sightings so far. And then we've got a fourth one now. Uh, Norman Thomas claimed to have seen it several times uh, in his various travels around the lake, taking people on tours, all that kind of thing on the lake. But it should be said that he was the owner of a local inn. so he... He liked
1: the tourism.
0: Yeah, so he just might have been trying to but also
1: if he was doing regular boat tours he just had more access to the water
0: that's also true
1: and a similar route
0: yeah yeah so who knows <laughs> Ooh. yeah there wasn't as much there wasn't very much information on that as the next two beasts we're about to get to
1: okay just to throw this out there what other kinds of wildlife are we finding in lakes just
0: in general, or? Yeah.
1: Like, I, I know we're not going to get sharks or no, okay, big kind so, of... Okay,
0: freshwater fish. Yeah. Turtles, um, frogs, otters.
1: So, like, a fair like, ecosystem. Yeah.
0: Even sometimes snakes. Nice. Actually, yeah. No, I've seen snakes in the water before. So, yeah, snakes are surprisingly good at swimming, even though they don't have legs. <laughs> I still don't quite get that, but... They have
1: special bodies that, like, whip around and...
0: Yeah, and apparently it's really good for swimming. So, yeah, there's quite a few different things that live in lakes. And then, oh yeah, salamanders. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, so all sorts of stuff.
1: So small animals, but lots of reptiles, in which case... And amphibians. And amphibians, which are perfect for these kind of monsters.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So hypothetically... Just one genetic mutation could create any one of these.
0: It wouldn't be just one genetic mutation, dude. It would be like a lot of mutations over time. You know how long evolution takes, bud.
1: Yeah, it's because the genetic mutations happen first, and then they all—all all the ones that don't have the good ones die out.
0: Yeah, or and then there's like some that just remain dormant, and then rear their ugly heads again, and then. It turns out it was a bad mutation, so those offspring die. But, anyways, <laughs> now we're going to go from lakes on the island off to the coast of the island. So, this next creature we're going to be talking about is called the Cadborosaurus willis.
1: Cadborosaurus willis. <laughs> or,
0: not Willis, Wilsie, sorry. Willis. Cadborosaurus willsie. Do you have
1: that, like, with the dash or? Hyphenated or... No,
0: it's just two separate words. Why doesn't
1: it end at Saurus?
0: Because it is a scientific name which I was going to get into. Okay.
1: Okay. Anyways,
0: locals just call it Caddy. 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 Now, Caddy is definitely more likely than the previous two. I'll give you that. Thank you. Because there's over 300 reported sightings in the past 200 years.
1: That's plenty. That's
0: That's like all across... So, the sightings are all from Vancouver Island all the way up to Alaska along the coast.
1: No, oh, I want to go
0: pet it. Okay, we can go to a park in Victoria where they've got a big <laughs> sea monster that you can play on. Yay! It's Cadboro Bay. In case you were wondering, Cadboro Bay is where the Cadborosaurus gets its name from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, it's said to be between 40 and 70 feet in length. So, that is pretty long.
1: Really? Yes. It's yeah. like... Forty to seventy feet—that's like a building. Yeah. (laughs) Christ.
0: Yeah, that's why I else we probably would have found it properly if it existed.
1: Ocean's a big place, Ariel.
0: Yeah, but not the straits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to the (laughs) camptosaurus. It's got. It's said to have a serpent-like body with the head of a camel, sheep, giraffe, or horse as well as having both anterior and posterior flippers. I think that, from what my research told me, it means that it's got, like, the little arm flippers. Yeah. And then it's got, like, I think it's got, like, that tail that does flippy floppy like a whale. Fun. Yeah.
1: Kind of like a sea lion, like a giant sea lion.
0: Yeah, except long and skinny. Oh, cool. Yeah. It would be really wide if it was, like, a sea like lion. Like a dragon. And 40 to 70 feet in length. Yeah. Like a, like a wyvern-style dragon rather than the traditional um, U- European...
1: Yeah, like the Asian... Yeah,
0: like st- an Asian dragon.
1: Flying through the spirits. Yeah, exactly. Happens. Yeah. Okay. Totally want to see one of that in the water.
0: Yeah, except with flippers instead of claws. Flippers are so cute. Yeah. And so, anyways, behavior is that it, it does not to appear to undulate when it swims. It has a fast swimming speed and is clocked in at 40 knots... It apparently breathes in short pants, makes whale like grunts and hisses, and feeds on salmon? Nope, that is not a word. Feeds on herring, salmon, yeah. and ducks. <laughs> Her-
1: herring, salmon. Oh,
0: Hammond. ducks.
1: Oh, God. Do you think it like swallows them whole?
0: Oh, I think it probably chews a bit, crushes them in its mouth. Oh. Yeah. So. One of the sightings was that a crew member of the ship Columbia under American fur trader Captain Robert Gray was the first to report a caddy sighting in 1791. Of course, this is the first, like, white person reporting because they don't, because history doesn't like to count folk tales. Okay, is
1: there Aboriginal accounts of this? Let
0: me get to it. Okay,
1: okay.
0: (laughs) I've got, like, a lot more information to get through.
1: Just surprised you haven't put the older stuff first.
0: Well, it's... I've got a system, okay? Okay, okay. Okay? So then there was another sighting in 1933, which was by a lawyer and his wife while they were taking a pleasure cruise on their yacht. And they're the ones who not only said that it had a camel head, but they also called it ugly.
1: Oh, yeah. He doesn't deserve that.
0: Or she. Actually, there'd be multiples if it was still alive. So it'd be like an entire species. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, 300 reported sightings, maybe it is a species, and has multiples, Mm -hmm. and generations.
0: That's generally what those things imply. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a 10 to 12 foot carcass was found that people apparently said was a young caddy, and it was found when it was removed from the stomach of a sperm whale, where it was then photographed and displayed for a while at Naden Harbor, which was a whaling station in 1937. However, a sample of the carcass was sent to the museum. I believe it was the Royal BC Museum, most likely, or... I've been there. Could have just been the BC Museum back then. I don't know the history of the museum. But uh, it was then tentatively identified as the fetus of a baleen whale. So... Okay. Probably just a whale fetus. Yeah. And that's actually one of the reasons why it's like they haven't been able to prove it because they haven't had an actual carcass or physical body that scientists can examine to make sure it's a different species. And then in 2009, a fisherman named Kelly Nash claimed to have a video of the creature, which made its way into the hands of the folks from Deadliest Catch, who... Mm -hmm then did a spin-off series, and in one episode, they tried to find a Cadborosaurus, And? They were unsuccessful. We would have heard of it if they'd been successful. You would have
1: started the story off with, well, this is is true. There was the Cadbarosaurus Wilson.
0: Well, I probably just wouldn't even be covering it anymore since it's real in that case. I'm not going to do a Kraken episode because there are giant underwater squid, so Krakens are real.
1: There you have it, folks. Krakens are real. (laughs) We won!
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay, well, we'll move on from this unsuccessful uh, expedition from the deadliest catch, folks, to some of the suggested explanations for the sightings. Okay. So one is that it's a group of sea lions swimming in a line, and those could look like serpentine humps. Another is that it can be a giant oarfish, which can get up to 17 meters in length. That is pretty fucking long. Another is that it could be a decomposing basking sharks can account for like a bunch of the bodies that were found since they tend to resemble decomposing plesiosaurs. Okay. And then another explanation is that it could be a pipefish, which are actually, I looked them up, they're super cute. And so pipefish could account for sightings of baby uh, caddies, the baby versions of these sea monsters, because they're little, little,
1: they're cute little fish. Yay.
0: Yeah, kind of look like a seahorse, except just if a seahorse wasn't all curved and stuff and was long and skinny.
1: God, oh, that sounds adorable.
0: Yeah, they are pretty cute.
1: I found out that anglerfish are like seven feet.
0: Whoa, really?
1: Yeah, the anglerfish are huge.
0: Oh my god, I always thought they were tiny. Well, I guess there's different species, I
1: don't know. but those are
0: probably th- the deep sea ones.
1: It was this amazing yeah. meme. It was like a girl in the museum looking up at the anglerfish, which was like bigger than her.
0: Oh, you said meme. That worries me.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I don't know if it's true then. Anywho, back to our friend Caddy. So there was also a carcass found in 1941, and that carcass got dubbed Sarah the Sea Hag. Aww.
1: Yeah,
0: but then it turned out to just be a shark.
1: Okay, but these sharks are looking like weird when they're dead, eh?
0: Yeah. Things, well, especially because you got to think sharks are comprised, there's a lot of cartilage, which Mm -hmm. I think breaks down faster than bone, so then they can get into all these weird shapes and stuff. Now, in 1968, there was someone who claimed to have caught a live caddy at DeCourcy Island, but, of course, they never actually showed it to any scientists or anyone who could take a picture, so...
1: It was just his work. Yeah,
0: and it's 1968. People have cameras.
1: Also, if you're going to find something like that, you got to, you know, charge people to see entrance to go see it. Yeah. That's just business. That's show business.
0: Yeah, I guess he wasn't a very uh, business-minded person. Now, uh, this is where we get to that there were legends in First Nations and Inuit cultures all along the West Coast from B.C. to Alaska that have all described a similar creature to Caddy. Okay. And, like, there would be creatures like this painted on boats to scare it away and things like that okay
1: yeah.
0: yeah so then uh we're now we finally get to the name so this is one of the few cryptids that has like an actual scientific name which was given to it by edward Bosfield and paul leblond who were a retired marine biologist and an oceanographer respectively
1: mm-hmm. did they see it
0: um Maybe they thought they did, but they never got close enough to get actual proof. But in 1995, they did a, or they self published like a report yeah. on it and everything in a scientific journal that they created okay. called Amphipacifica. So, as much as like, yes, they were doing some scientific stuff, they didn't send it to a peer reviewed journal. They just self published in a journal they made up. That doesn't sound like a great way to science.
1: No, but it's got a name now, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it was enough to uh, to stick somewhere.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so that is a bunch of information on really the most like the where I grew up. That that's like the cryptid that we all know about. Because legend. Because like I said, there's a park where you can play on a giant cadbrosaurus shaped thing. Well, we'll we'll get you to Victoria someday. Been? Yeah, but you haven't been with me. No. (laughs) You haven't been with a local.
1: I'm missing out on all of the cryptids and cool stuff.
0: Yeah. I bet you didn't even do the ghost tour,
1: so... I did the ghost tour. I love ghost tours. Okay. I've done ghost tours my entire life. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I did the Victoria ghost tour, like, when I was eight, and again when I came back when I was, like, 24.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, do you know what time it is?
1: Time to learn about the next monster.
0: But do you know which monster is the next monster? You put your left foot in, you put your left foot out, you put your left foot in, and you shake it all about. You do the Ogopogo. I gotcha.
1: I can't believe that works. No.
0: Okay, so Ogopogo, like many of these creatures, that I've we've heard, heard this name. Yes, <laughs> you should have. It is one. It is probably Very famous. Yeah, it's one of the most famous like monster cryptids in Canada. Yeah, and it lives on Lake Okanagan. That's right. We're getting away from Vancouver Island for once, away from the coast, heading inland
1: where they make cider.
0: Yes, yes, they make cider and wine, lots of wine, to the Okanagan Valley.
1: Okay, Kay. so we're far away from the ocean now. Yes, we're,
0: we're at this big long lake that's got mm, several towns and cities all along its
1: coast. And likely some mountains?
0: Yeah, there's mountains nearby. I mean, it is uh, a valley. Yeah, So.
1: just trying to create a picture in my head here, set the scene.
0: Okay, now, like many of these creatures we've already talked about, there were, before us white folks came here, legends to do with this as well. And the name that the First Nations gave them, I've now realized that how I wrote it down for pronunciation, I can't actually tell which one is the proper spelling and which one is the pronunciation spelling. So we're going to have some fun with this. Oh, no. Yeah, it's either naitaka or Nahakit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so please feel free to correct me on the pronunciation. I am embarrassed.
1: I am so sorry, world. Yeah. <laughs> <Large>. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so <laughs> most people who have seen the... The Okapoko is a lot easier to say, so I'm going to just call it that. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, most people would describe it as being 40 to 50 feet long with the head of a sheep,
1: Whoa.
0: snake, seal, or alligator. Aww. There's a bit of crossover there with a good old Caddy. Now, before our, the colonizers came, it started with the First Nations of the area's belief in a lake demon who they would have to make sacrifices to in order to safely cross the lake. And what also in my research I found was that this was not like a literal lake monster. It was more of a spirit according to most sources.
1: Okay.
0: So it was more like yeah, more
1: you give sacrifices to it. And
0: yeah. And it wasn't like this giant snake monster would come up and then eat the chicken out of your hand. It was more like if you didn't do it, you'd get fucked with.
1: I see. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the earlier reports was um, of like the ac- an actual creature monster rather than this spirit creature, is in 1890, Captain Thomas Shorts reportedly saw the creature, and then settler sightings continued after that, so.
1: How many reported sightings do we have?
0: uh, I couldn't find a number for this one. Okay. Yeah. But uh, there's also people who say that there were sightings dating back as far as 1860, which was also six years before the Loch Ness Monster sightings began.
1: Oh, nice. We
0: were first!
1: We did it! First lake monster.
0: Yeah. So in a book called Ogopogo, the true story of the Okanagan Lake million dollar monster, author Arlene Gall tells of how a Vancouver province reporter named Ronald Kenvin composed a song which parodied a popular British ditty, which included the following stanza. His mother was an earwig. His father was a whale, a little bit of head and hardly any tail. And Ogopogo was his name. This is uh, one of the possible sources for how it lost the First Nation's wait, wait, wait. name and Did got the name the the Did you was a
1: song and yeah. you didn't want to sing it?
0: I don't know. What the, I, I didn't look up the proper singing. Do you want me to try singing it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I got to think up a tune.
1: What's it based off of?
0: Just some English ditty. Oh, okay. His mother was on your wig. His father was a whale. A little bit of head and hardly any tail. And Ogopogo was his name. Are you happy now? Yes. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, then also Robert Columbo in his book Mysterious Canada notes that the pogo stick was a popular craze since its introduction in 1921 and this may have contributed to the Ogopogo name rather than the song parody.
1: Ogopogo pogo stick.
0: Yep. It, it makes sense, yeah? Yeah, totally. Yeah, And now this is one of the rare cases in cryptids around the world where there have been group sightings, like a lot of group sightings rather than just it being always individuals seeing the monster on their own. Uh, For instance, there was one sighting in 1926 when there were 30 cars full of people parked on the beach and they all allegedly saw it at the same time. Wow. So that's a lot more eyes than most cryptids ever get.
1: Do they have possible explanations for this one?
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna get to that. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy,
1: that's like the last one.
0: My last point. Okay. I'm I'm only gonna dash your hopes at the very end.
1: But I really like group sightings and legends, and we have like, you know. Yeah, we'll opinion. get we'll get to it. <laughs> heartbreaker okay in
0: 1989 there was a car car salesman from Kelowna, and he sold footage of a beaver to the american tv show unsolved mystery mysteries claiming it to be an ogopogo (laughs) clearly they did not know what beavers looked like because they actually paid him for
1: it (laughs) i want to see this footage is it like clearly a beaver or is it like
0: i have not found the footage yet but we can always have a little look-see after this uh, then in 2009, in season three of the TV series Monster Monster Quest, a search was conducted for evidence of the existence of an Ogopogo, which revealed sinkholes in the floor of the lake, cold streaks across the lake surface, possibly indicating a large cold-blooded creature surfacing for food, and what was at first thought to be a baby Ogopogo corpse, but was in fact an unrecognizable decomposing fish body.
1: No.
0: So that's as much as they got from that show. Now possible explanations from the people on the belief side is that it could be a plesiosaur and some other people say it resembles a basilosaurus or a mosasaurus. So it's possible that these creatures didn't actually go extinct and lived on in Lake Okanagan. But
1: they need to have enough food to support their massive bodies. Probably. Yeah.
0: I was actually going to say something else. Okay. Dash so. my dreams again. Oh, they're going to get dashed hard. because uh, a lot of people who see the Ogopogo describe it as looking like a long log that just kind of comes to life after <laughs> a while. And guess what most sightings can be attributed to? Logs. Yep. Because there is a bunch of them floating just below the surface of Lake Okanagan.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: okay. As well, uh this one I did try to watch some footage one of the first links that comes up that's like actual Ogopogo footage it's just
1: waves
0: (laughs) like I looked at it and I was like how how can you be trying to claim this is the Ogopogo it's just waves it's like there's no head that comes up there's not even like a hump that comes out of the water it's just kind of strange waves
1: you have a real problem with having your infinite amount of cameras pointed in the right direction at the right time.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that is the end of uh, my journey into aquatic cryptids that I took this past week.
1: But disclaimer: the ocean is like ninety percent unexplored. There's definitely some sorts of like monsters that we haven't ex- like seen yet, and maybe they're not in the lakes because yeah, no, that- that's pretty implausible.
0: Yeah, no, That that's why my <coughs> my least skeptical talk was Cadburosaurus.
1: <laughs> Cadburosaurus, who's not landlocked.
0: Yeah, so they can more easily evade. I would say if it was real, it would be smaller than what people claim to have seen because 20 to 40 feet is huge. Yep. And that we would have probably found by now, but maybe like maxing out at 10 feet. Yeah. Something along the line, lines of that.
1: And giant squids. Those are real! They're real! <laughs> we we, we yeah, did that, it. That
0: is like one cryptid that has been proved to be real. So there there's hope there's for Caddy. There's a win. There's yeah. hope for Caddy. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Now, I had several sources for this here episode, which included the Unknown Victoria blog, the Cryptids, with a Z, wiki, <laughs> the New Cryptozoology wiki, Regular Old Wikipedia, Mysteries of Canada, and OgopogoQuest.com.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, so I... That one I, sounds fun. <laughs> it's a pretty hilarious website to look at, but I don't want to be mean, so I'm going to stop there.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now, uh, we're always looking for new topics, so if you guys have any ideas for British Columbia-based creepy topics that we could cover...
1: We can go through true crime, we can go through ghost hauntings, we can go through different sorts of monsters, we can go through just weird occurrences that are UFOs. UFO? UFOs. UFOs.
0: Ufo's <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. But all of it. Yeah. If you if you know something, tell us. Come tell us on bad cookie pictures. We've got Twitter, Instagram.
0: I think we can let them email if they've got a good enough story. Please. Yeah, so badcookiepictures at gmail.com. That's where you can send us any topics. And if you have sources for us to get started on our research train, that's even better.
1: Or if you just want to say hi.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, so it's badcookiepictures, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And then I am at Hanson's Horror on all of the above.
1: You can find me. I'm sneezing wolf.
0: That about wraps it up for our second episode ever.
1: BC is creepy.
0: And it's just going to get creepier. Now be sure to stay creepy.